Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust if you build it he will it's the skinny on sports podcast with Aaron Couch I throw balls far you want good words data language talk real sports with a real man come after me I'm a man I'm 40 now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Count with The Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Tuesday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to The Skinny on Sports. It's a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday right here on 98.1 FM, The Sports Animal. Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main care you can trust right here in the Elk City area. We'll be telling you all about our friends at Paul Jones Drug throughout the show. Coming up, some NFL stuff. Races for the home field advantage, heating up in the AFC anyway, with uh, Cincinnati's win over Kansas City. So that's, uh, that's turning into an actual race to see who will be the number one overall seed. Get home field, also that bye. The one by, so we'll talk about that in the NFC race as well. A little bit more uh, breathing room for Philly, at least right now, than uh, what the Chiefs and the, and the Bills and everybody's got. So we'll talk about that. Is Baker Mayfield done? After being released yesterday, is he done? Will someone pick him up today uh, as a backup and then see what he uh, can get done from from that position? I've got a spot for him. tell you about what's your top five in the nfl this week college football uh, thoughts on how the playoffs shook out uh, just the season overview uh, overall kind of look back at that and then portal man that thing is it sustainable is what's happening in college football with this transfer portal even sustainable it's just an amazing thing i think i heard yesterday over 600 guys are in the portal from division one it's craziness just pure crazy uh we'll uh We'll look at the final Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'em standings. Oh, Aaron had a 9-1 and one last week. Too little too late. <laughs> too little too late on the uh, Western Oklahoma Realty College Pick'em. High school hoops tonight. <clears throat> Talking about some games. Also look at the rankings for this week as well. That's kind of where we're at. 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. Two two five nine six nine eight. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things, whatever else might be on your mind. Feel free to jump on in at two two five nine six nine eight. If you're going to be outside, the, <clears throat> excuse me, of the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. Log on to kadsam <clears throat> goodness dot com or download the app. The app's got it all. It's got the Penny News, it's got the radio, it's got Big Elk and Paragon TV that'll be on tap tonight with the High School Hoops. Skinny on Sports Podcast is also available. If you miss the show entirely, you can go back and find us. 
on KADSAM.com, or you can do that via the iTunes. Good morning, Jared. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad, huh? No. Busy day ahead. You sound a little... Uh, I got a little, just a little catch in my throat. I there. had a little bit that this morning. I had to get it out of me, but I'm good now. Good to go. Good to go. Ready to have a good day. How about you? Are you on the road? Yep. Again? Yep. Where are you going? Clinton. Oh, well, not too far. Yeah, it's still not a home game. Yeah, just a marathon of road games. But it's better than Carl Albert, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're on a Tuesday night road game, you don't want to be too far away. That's not too bad. Well, <clears throat> the schedule actually isn't too terrible as far as travel. Because Weatherford was a home game, or a road game, Clinton's a road game. Don't have to go to either Cash or Elgin, which is nice. Yeah. Trip to Kingfisher, trip to Chickasha. That's not terrible. You know, tournaments are hinting and out, so just like an hour instead of something more. You know, it's not the Cleveland trip of a few years back. Yeah, that's true. That's which true. would have been like kind of like right now. Actually, Thought- I think it was like last week. Was it last week or was it? Yeah, because it seems like it was always the um, the the championship games in college football. Oh, that's right. They were always that weekend. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple times we watched, yeah, you're the, watching- end, the end of a Big 12 title game. <laughs> I know Baylor and uh, OU for sure uh, there at Cleveland waiting on one of the games or just about. I think that one time actually I <laughs> almost uh, – I may have started a couple minutes late. <laughs> not, you know, not the game, but right. just to get everything in yeah. as we were trying to watch that overtime period of, uh, of Oklahoma and Baylor on the computer. But anyway, so that's yeah, not too terrible over there at Clinton. See what happened. Uh, the, uh, the Clintons played one game. Uh, they lost to, to Woodward on Friday. The girls were blown out pretty good. The boys played a tight game uh, with the Boomers, so. Both teams, both teams on the boys' side looking for their first win and uh, see if the Elcats can get back above 500 uh, with a win tonight. Where are you at? Uh, home. Uh, uh, Frederick comes to Canute. And I'm no historian, but I'm going to guess this is the first time Frederick and Canute have maybe played in basketball in quite some time, <clears throat> if ever. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, so, And actually, it's kind of it's kind of odd. You don't see a lot of it anymore, like a home-and-home home scheduling. This is the first of two. And Canute will return the yeah. trip, I think, in January. I'd have to look at the schedule. But uh, Frederick coming to town, uh, they too have a couple, just a couple games underneath, uh, under their belt. Um, both of them come in at one and one. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, you mentioned the home and home. That that was a staple of the of the schedule years ago. And matter of fact, right. a few years ago for Elk City, anyway. Yeah. Uh, you'd get Clinton home and home. You'd get Weatherford home and home. Altus would do it. Woodward would Woodward, do it. Yeah. Um, but now that the they've changed conferences and there's so many more teams in the conference, it's just a one it's a one game shot except for Weatherford this year. Uh, they're going to play a home and home with the the Eagles and the Lady Eagles. <clears throat> so Weatherford returns, I think January sometime uh, here. But um, yeah, the smaller schools that's pretty interesting. Yeah, you don't see it. You don't you don't you don't really don't ever see that in much. smaller schools. But um, that's what they're going to do. So that should be good. It should be interesting. Because they're a team out of 3A, 
Um, Canute just got done playing the team out two-way. Of course, that's merit. And um, so I'm anticipating a lot of depth on the Bombers' sideline, and we'll see what happens. Should be fun. Uh, I'm just off the top of my head, the, the uh, Frederick girls, like I said, are one and one. I believe that is against uh, Snyder. They got a win against Snyder, and they lost out of uh, versus a team out of Class A, and that would be Riverside. Oh yeah. So there's your storyline, Canute fans. Um, Riverside handled them pretty good. I'm efforting the uh, score there, uh, eighty to thirty-eight. So how does Canute do against uh, this team? Of course, Canute. Um, new rankings come out. They are six, and Riverside is five. So if you're one that compares scores, well, here you go. Yeah, looking at the rankings, this is what I just had pulled up. Ceiling's still number one. Haven't played yet. And probably won't this week, actually, because they're in the state championship football game. Right. So they'll maybe get a game or two <clears throat> next week before the Christmas break. Let's look and see what they've got. Ceiling's schedule? Yeah, they, they've got the – they've got a – well, they might play at Alva. They've got a tournament at Alva this week on the schedule, then Moreland, then Cordell afterwards next week. <clears throat> and the Mustang Holiday Classic. That could be interesting to see how they can compare with a bunch of the bigger schools. That is around. a good tournament, too. Yeah. So, uh, but like you said, ceiling one, Caddo two. That's a different. That's different. Caddo's got five first place votes. Uh, Van Oss was number two last week, so that flipped. You mentioned Riverside and Canute. Riverside's closer to being four that Cyril is than, than Canute is to being five. There's 100 points separating five and six where it's only eight between four and five. Hmm. Uh, but the, those top six all earned a first-place vote again. Ceiling got a bigger share of them this week. I think last week went in like 66 or 65, something like that. <clears throat> They're up to 71 of the first-place votes, but uh, Cato with five, Van Austin, and Cyril with two, Canute and Riverside with one it's interesting this early in or this far into the season which you know it's seven or eight games for some just a couple for some others still a ton of undefeated teams the top eight are all still undefeated and then there's uh, gosh what five more so over half of the of the poll in class a is still undefeated you look down in class b it's not the case there's only five total including number one Pittsburgh with a loss already. So that's uh class A is it's pretty amazing that there's still that many undefeated teams uh this far into the season. Was Pittsburgh number one last week? No, Lomega was, I think. Oh, I thought so. I wonder what happened. Pittsburgh lost. Yeah, they lost. They also beat number four Varnum, which is now number five. So oh, number four okay. at the time. That may be part of it. Oh, they walloped him too. Yeah they Just did. Seeing that. And then fell to uh, Hartshorn, which the 2A, the rest of the polls will start next week. Will be the first, next next Monday, will be the first time we see a, a poll from 2A through 6A. Makes sense, a bunch of those teams just now getting going and playing, and we'll see how it changes. But uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see a poll. You know, a bunch of these teams are going to have tournaments this week, playing some different schools, so... Um, We'll uh, we'll we'll get into that uh, with the two A through the six A next week. Boys side, what do we got? Cato one, 
Rattan 2, Vanoss 3, Texoma, Riverfield, OK, Ceiling, all getting first place votes. Uh, Rappo 12. That's probably about it from our area. It really is. Carnegie at 18. Mm. You know, I'm interested to see down there at 19 and, and 19 and 20. Maybe not so much for Velma Alma, but for Gore, I don't ever really even remember seeing them in basketball stuff. You know what I'm saying? But. Right. Oh, excuse me. Yes. We'll see if that translates athletically because yeah. they're in the state finals in the, in the Class A football thing, uh, football game coming up this week. So I wonder if that might be one of those kind of flash-in-the-pan seasons for Gore when everything comes together with, with athletes in football yeah. that, that translate over to basketball. Yeah. Tied for 20th. Yep. Yeah, I wonder if that's they're getting a lot of respect because of what's happening <clears throat> on the football field. Maybe so, yeah. And they know. They're just waiting on those guys to get their pads off and get to the gym because they haven't even played a game yet. You know who's missing? From Class A? Mm-hmm. Mm, who's that? It may be. No, their girls are ranked. Garber. Wow, yeah. Did they lose a lot? Must have. I mean, you're talking about. Yeah. They'd have to lose a lot not to get in the top 20. Yeah, that's what I mean, the top 20. Yeah, Garber, nowhere to be found. Well, they are 0-2. Well, there you go. They may, they must, they may they have. They must have lost, to lost quite their, a bit. They lost, their guys. they lost to Drummond in their opener, 76-39. to Fell to a Minko, Minko 65 to Fifty. Yeah, maybe they may have ran out of guys. They might have. It's just you see a lot. Doesn't mean they're done. Just means they might take a year off. Well, just to, to not to even rebuild and be yeah. in the poll, the top twenty. Yeah, that's pretty wild considering the success they had. I mean, that just what that tells you is, yeah, they lost ever. They, they, I'm they got racking my back. brain to that game. They had a lot of those guys. Tidante Chester was a yeah. senior, big kid. I yeah, mean, it seemed like a carbon everybody. copy of a team that was there, what, two seasons ago, right? So, yeah, they I had mean, some of the same, guys, and yeah. some went out. Right. Question, Okarchi. Okarchi boys? Okarchi, Okarchi, oh, try that again. Okarchi boys are eighth. Okarchi girls are ninth in the Class A standings. Now, no, the Class B boys, as much as the Class A boys don't have much representation from uh, – out here in Western Oklahoma, <clears throat> Class B boys do. Uh, Leedy undefeated at seven and zero. They're fourth. Duke is eighth. Uh, Granite fifteenth. Sentinel sixteen. I mean, uh, Vice High sixteen. Sentinel seventeen. So a bunch of those teams from around this area are represented there in the Class B boys uh, poll. Defending champion Glencoe at uh, fifth. Roth number one. Talk about a team that. Has been snake bit there in the finals. That's Roth mm. losing in overtime two years ago, losing on free throws last year on kind of a, I would call it, you know, it was just one of those things that happened at the end of the game. Foul was called and free throws were made. When you're leading by one with under 10 seconds and they weren't able to, to knock down the game winner. Uh, Fort Cobb coming off a baseball state title. They were in the Semifinals a year ago, uh, Willits and also uh, Cray Rogers. I think he was he's a junior this year, and Willits is a senior. 
That'd be a good team. Coach uh, Coach Hines will have that that team rolling. We saw, I saw Stringtown um, in that first round of the Class B state tournament last year. Uh, I think they they got beat by Roth in the first round, if I remember right. A lot of the same names, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that we saw a year ago, and they Goodwell, Goodwell with four first place votes down there at number eleven. So somebody, somebody up in the Panhandle thinks they know something about Goodwell. Okay, Matt. Yeah. At six. Uh, Canute not ranked in the boys, number six in the girls. Another question on the text line. Just getting started. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, though, when you think about actual weeks of basketball left that matter in these polls for Class A and Class B, you've got this week, you've got next week, and then you've got the first three weeks. So you're, you've all, you're really only five weeks of play before the the rankings are locked in, and you've got uh, a bracket being made. So it, it feels like forever away. No, but with the Christmas break in between there, it's really not. Yeah, as soon as you box up the Christmas lights, it's all of a sudden you get those. It's bam! There it is. There it is. Yeah. Is when I'm looking at the schedule. So this is week two of the rankings. Week seven is the one that matters. That'll come out on the 23rd of January. Uh, January. I cannot wait. It's always a whirlwind of games. Games and tournaments. Yes, Especially that one week. It's so fun. I've always kind of wanted to like, do a tour like on that Thursday. and find, You know what I mean? And yeah. just map it out and like go to the earliest game, say, in Hinton. Then, I mean, there's like a tournament everywhere, and making an all-day thing, and then he hit up each concession stand and rate their Frito chili pies. Oh, now there you go. <laughs> you might have to take a, um, oh, what's it called? Probiotic. <laughs> Keep your esophagus from melting. <laughs> Getting about five bowls of chili uh, throughout the day. And oh, by the way, take in some basketball while I'm at it. I might ask Gabe. I'm just going to take that Thursday off. Maybe me and maybe we could film it and put it on the Skinny on Sports Facebook page or something, and just go take a tour. But the problem is, I got I got to call some games somewhere on that Thursday. Where are you? If I'm guessing, that would be the Merit Tournament. The Merit Classic, right out of right out of uh, Christmas. Or are you talking about the third week? Or West Central. West Central's the third week. The Merit's third week. the first so week. So it's it's the that that first week is the week I'm talking about talking about. Everybody there's plays always a, there's a tournament everywhere. Everybody plays the first week, everybody plays the third week in tournaments. Right. Just about everybody. Yep. Yep. I so, can tell you one thing. Hmm. hmm. Let me remember the schedule out there. Cause with your with with Canute being in the Merritt Classic, there's the Merritt Classic. You here. might you might be able well you'll be able to possibly enjoy what I like to call the uh, hospitality room at Merritt. Yes. Oh, they might not let me in there with the Canute hat on. Well, take it off. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. That was there was some Debbie Wilson would make some good stuff. Yeah. And everybody, you know, who made uh, Mr. Bradshaw. He he would make the uh, a bread pudding that was off mm. the charts good. He made you know what a burox is? 
Oh, yeah. They made homemade Buroxes. Mm. It was always good stuff out there when we were that's, see, that's the calling fun, the Mary yeah, games. You get uh, to those. I'm a sucker for Frito Chili Pies, but you get to those tournaments, those small school tournaments, the hospitality room. is It isn't just a bunch of pizzas. It's it's homemade stuff. There's a bunch of there's a, usually a table along the wall with a bunch of crock pots full of something. Oh, yeah. I don't know how they don't pop breakers. You know what? <laughs> uh, the one the one bad thing about Elk City not going up to the buckle of the wheat belt. Yeah, you missed out on Aishins. Aishins. That was Aishins <laughs> would be the it, it was either Thursday night or Friday night. I can't remember. I think maybe Thursday, the first night uh, there at Kingfisher. They would bring in a whole bunch of Aishins. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day, then, I mean, they, they would have it catered in. One day it was Ted's. Oh, you can't beat Ted's. Okay, so the Hinton Tournament's win. That's first week. First week. Mm-hmm. So you got the Hinton Tournament. And then I'm Altus. I'm pretty the sure, that I'm talking about that one week, I'm pretty sure the Western Equipment Classic in Arapahoe is happening that week. Yep. There's, of course, the Merritt Classic. I think the Warrior Classic up is in going Hammond, on in Hammond is happening. What else am I missing? One, two, three, four. I think Ceiling has their tournament that week. Uh, no, Ceiling's the third week. That's the third I week? I just saw it. Maybe that's why Canute's not in it, because that would be the same time as the West Central. Hang on a minute. That was a good tournament last year. There's a lot of there's a good variety of teams. You had Surreal. You had teams up from the Panhandle, of course. Canute. Was no, they there. are the first week. That's it's the right. first week, okay. Yep. But I don't wonder if there's any. I'm talking about like our local teams that are participating. Oil Hinton, Center and Woodward. Oil Center. That's where Leedy will be at. I mean, there you go. Well, there's no way you can make all that in one day. No. <laughs> no. No. The Hinton. You can go to Hinton, Tarapaho, jog up through Ceiling, go up to Woodward. Come back down through Hammond, end your day at Merritt. <laughs> Let's see here. Could it be done? There's one at Burns Flat, too. Is there really? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. That's this week. Or that's this week. I'm sorry. Okay. I looked at the wrong dates. Okay. I was, look- I was looking for the Caddo County tournament, but it's the third week. Oh, that's a fun tournament. Yeah, that's what. That's why I was looking, uh, that's a looking good at the uh, Fort Cobb schedule. That tournament is like... How we, I think, how we feel about the five county, because uh-huh. you that Caddo County, you can get a lot of teams that are, are playing in the big house at the end of the year. When it you also gets, Cobb it also can real, get pretty spicy. Yeah, I've heard about that too, and we're not talking about the, not the Frito chili not pie, not the Frito chili pie. Yeah, I've heard about that too. They do all that in Anadarko. Anadarko, yeah. Yeah, I love that week. Well, thankfully they've got you know the fence set up in between the court and the stands on the both side, or at least on that one side. Try to keep people from yeah getting there. Yeah, Oil Center should be good this year. I agree a hundred percent with that. There are a lot of good teams off the Panhandle. Yes, there are, and they're often overlooked because of they're in the Panhandle. Yeah, Oil and, Center should be very yeah. good, very good tournament this year. No doubt. Five county coming up this week, man. You know what's it, what's crazy about it is, you know, I'm still kind of in a little bit of the fog of out of football into basketball. Maybe that's what's wrong with my voice. So I wasn't, I wasn't ready to just start bam talking that much, right? You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to get back into into shape. 
of just constantly talking. Right. Uh, during those, because of the radio side of that broadcast. There are times I tell myself, just being sh- online only, I tell myself, they can see it, man. Yeah. Just say who has the ball. Because <laughs> I, I, I was getting like that too. Mm-hmm. And I do play by play and da 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 da. Uh, but I've also been told they like that because sometimes people. It's hard to see. It's hard to see, or they go ahead and plug it into their stereo or car radio and they want to hear the play. So yeah. I, I try not to go away from it. There are times on my vocal cords, you know, it's, it's a muscle and it's they're wore out. And I just like. It always. There's Randall just, with the ball. It always just bam. <laughs> like. No matter how much you think about it or get kind of prepared, it's just always kind of a shock to my system the first, like, two or three minutes of the first basketball game of the year where it's like, I'm looking around, where's Daniel? Where's Jared? Yeah. Where's somebody else to talk for a little bit? So I can get a drink of water. Not here, everybody. I got two uh, very yeah, hot toddy. Nothing wrong with the hot toddy. Whiskey and honey. Helps soothe the throat. <laughs> That's post game, right? <laughs> yeah, it's on the way home. Unless well, you're Harry Carey. Well, when you get home, that's when you get home. Yeah, yeah, kids. When, <laughs> when you, you get home, get home. <laughs> that's that's very very Unless true. You're Harry Carey, or uh, who's what was his name? Harry Doyle. Yeah, Harry Doyle. Oh <laughs> uh, man, not small school basketball. Can't beat lemon it. lemon what? hot tea and hot, honey. Hot tea, yeah, and honey lemon. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah, that first week of January, there was years where we called every game of the Warrior Class or the uh, Oiler Classic out at Merritt. Yeah, I remember the, the two of us, I remember, me and Jay. Remember listening? Twenty-four games. By the time that last one rolled around, oh. it was a struggle. I don't doubt it. It was a struggle. I also saw a game that uh, in the Oiler Classic a few years back. Where a team did not score a point in the second half and won. So they're up that much? Uh, no. No, I think the final score in regulation was 15 to 15 or 12 to 12. I can't remember which. So they went to overtime. Went to overtime. And then they made a bucket with like five minutes. It was actually almost three quarters because they it was like five minutes left in the second quarter. When and the score was like fifteen to seven, with the bucket, and it ended up tied at fifteen. Wow! Going to overtime or something like, or maybe it was twelve. You know the name team names were they just bad teams? It was just a struggle. That day was teams were just. It was one of those morning games on a Saturday morning, early afternoon, ten a.m. or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't. uh, Yeah. It just they were both pretty. They were both really good defensive teams, mm-hmm. and it just it was bad. It was just bad. Yeah. We talked to the coach of the winning team later on that night, and he was like, "I have never, ever won a game where my team went twenty-one minutes without scoring, and that's what it was." Eight-minute quarters <laughs> the last five minutes of the first half. Sounds like one of those grade school games I've been taking in. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> multiple free throws missed. I mean, it, it 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 dawned on me about 
a minute or two into the fourth quarter, it dawned on me, wait a minute. This team hasn't scored yet in the second half. Yeah. And then one of the officials, during a timeout about halfway through the fourth quarter, it dawned on him. He came over to us, you know, down there on the floor at Merritt. and was like, has that team scored yet in the second <laughs> half? I said, nope. <laughs> they have not. And they did not until overtime to win. I usually don't catch that till like, the end of a quarter because I start to add up the numbers. And, I, you know, um, that I think that happened up in Visay. For the longest time in the third quarter, they were held scoreless. And it was towards the end of the third quarter I looked and I realized, canoe defense has stepped up because Visay has not scored. And eventually they did. They got a couple buckets, but it helped the turnaround. But I usually don't catch that until the latter ends of the quarter. Or when it starts to dawn on me, that's been stuck on 22 for a while. <laughs> yeah. You look down, and yeah, that, I did that at Weatherford on Saturday in that girls game. Yeah. A couple of minutes into the fourth quarter, I looked down. Wait a minute, the score was 35-28. Now it's 35-32. No, they haven't scored yet. Yeah. And then you kind of harp on it. It is Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Thank you so much to Rodney Skinner at Paul Jones Drug. Care you can trust, 809 North Main Street right here in Elk City. They are the oldest compounding pharmacy in Elk City. They've got the most experience with compounding. Free local delivery, drive through pickup, curbside testing, and vaccinations. Also, they've got those long-term care unit packaging. They call them blister packs. It's Paul Jones Drug right here in Elk City. When we come back, we'll hit some college football. I have an interesting story sent to us by the big boss. About college football? Uh, no. Oh high school football in the state of Alabama okay. and an amazing feat by some kid named Trent Seaborn. I'll tell you about it next right here on the Skinny on Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. It's Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Paul Jones Drug down at 809 North Main here in Elk City. Convenience packaging. This is the cool, this is my favorite part of this, the coolest thing. No longer do you need your little pill caddy. What's a pill caddy? Oh, it's that thing that looks like a tackle box, kind of. It's the plastic pill-holding container. You can get, you know, days of the week across the front. You can get, like, one week up to, like, the whole month, probably. You know, there's probably four back, seven across. See, with those, you've got to load that thing. and You've got to make sure you have the right pills on the right days. Not at Paul Jones Drug. They conveniently package those things for you. So all you got to do is open up the packages, take the pills, and you are set and ready to roll. Paul Jones Drug. Rodney at the, in the game down there at 809 North Main. Give him a call, 580-225-2121. We're getting all kinds of good suggestions for uh, for vocal cords and soothing. Auctioneer trick. And you know what? When you think about it, people that even talk more than we do. Yeah. Auctioneers. 
room temperature tea. Hot and cold might shock will shock your vocal cords. And then are you going to try this? I may try this tonight. Then also hum for five to ten minutes before you start. Get them, get everything warmed up and ready to go. Hum. Hum. They might think you're meditating. They might. <laughs> they very well might. Okay. It's a good so idea. Good idea. I want to tell you a little story. It's like right stretching now. a muscle. It's right? like stretching. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. It's like getting getting warmed up Gotta and ready to go. Up. I want to tell you a little story, Jared. Okay. The big boss sent this to me this morning. I thought this was really interesting. So the Alabama 7A state championship football game was played uh, last weekend, maybe? The weekend before. young man named Trent Seaborn was the quarterback of Thompson High School. Trent went 12 of 14 for 207 yards and threw five touchdown passes. His team defeated Auburn High 49 to 24. He was named the MVP, and his five passing touchdowns were a new 7A state championship game record. As soon as he got the MVP, he handed it to his teammate, wide receiver Corbin Williams, who caught four of those five touchdown passes. So that's a pretty cool story in and of itself, right there. Yeah. You know, the most uh, shocking part of this. Um, he's not going to go to Alabama. We'll see. But he's also an eighth grader. That's crazy. That's nuts. An eighth grader in the state so championship you, you, football you game. You told me stats. 12 of 14, 207 of a high school and 5. football game. Yeah. That are record breaking. That are out of a state that's a hotbed for recruiting for the SEC, namely Alabama. And he's an eighth grader. He's an eighth grader. Oh, my goodness. How wild is that? So remember the name, Trent Seaborn. I have a feeling we're going to hear more about him. I mean, there's a picture of him. He looks like a little kid. Oh, my goodness. So I'm assuming you can play up in Alabama. If you're good enough as an eighth grader, you can go be on the high school varsity team. Yeah, you know, I know Drew's, I really don't have a problem with that. Drew's mentioned Kentucky being like that. Really? Mm-hmm. In any sport? Or? Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, J.B. Holmes was from Kentucky, the the golfer. Uh-huh. And he was on his high school team as like a seventh or eighth grader. I wonder well, if you only wrong? get to... There's nothing wrong with that. I don't have a problem with that. It's an amazing, it's an amazing story. Speaking of uh, the SEC and, and Alabama... What did you think? Uh, we didn't get to talk a ton about it because uh, we with Jim and, and kind of listened to his thoughts on the playoff. But what were, what were your thoughts on the way the playoff teams uh, shook out? Who they were, what order they were in, did any of that? I uh, where did you come down? As I never way, the way that went. Never looked at it at the angle like Jim did, and it makes a mm-hmm. lot of sense that you want to protect the team that was number one. Pretty much, I mean, they they were weren't they wire to wire and dominant doing so. And of course, I'm talking about Georgia. But now here's your reward. Attaboy, you get the Buckeyes, who's had success in this playoff in the past. And, um, yeah, so I I was looking at the immediate of the playoff committee not wanting a Ohio State-Michigan rematch, and that's why I had it in that order. But I never thought of, well, wait a minute. The, the weakest team, as perceived by a lot, is TCU – they should be playing Georgia. So I never really looked at that angle, and I agree with it. I do agree with it. 
But as far as the four that got in, I think they got it right, regardless of what order. I think the four that got, obviously the two undefeateds, and with what happened with to USC, I think they got it right with um, the remaining best one-loss teams, and that was TCU and Ohio State. But I, I think it might have should have been shook up. I think TCU should have been four. Just because you think Ohio State's better? Well, uh, yeah, actually, I do. Just cause, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But it's it's purely eye test or right. purely brand because the analytics will tell you that TCU played a tougher schedule mm-hmm. and their strength of record is better than Ohio State's. You know, you know sure. what I'm saying? Like, like, like the quote-unquote computers would, would give the nod to TCU over Ohio State. Yeah, I – I um. I personally, yeah. I, I would, I want to, I want to see a rematch. I, 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 An Ohio State Michigan rematch. Yes, but I also want to see Ohio State Georgia, and I don't know if we'd have got to see Ohio State Georgia if we saw the rematch first. Right. So, like to me, and, and I even mentioned this to Jim, and he, and he thought it wasn't fair, quote, you know, whatever. But I don't necessarily want to see Georgia TCU. Because I think I know how that work, how that happen, how that result goes. Yeah, twenty points. Well, whatever. It yeah, just the, well, blow out. Or I think it would look a lot boring. like Cincinnati and and, and Alabama yeah, a year ago. Yeah, right, right. It wasn't just a total demolition, but you never really thought Cincinnati had a chance to win the game. That's the way I think TCU Georgia would look. A couple of touchdown lead and then take your foot off the gas and protect, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's sliding TCU and sliding Max Duggan. That's just what I think would happen. I don't know, though. Are we sure? Georgia's been better than everybody. They're, they're almost a touchdown or over a touchdown favorite right now against Ohio State. But there's something about that name. Just the name on the, 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 the emblem on the jersey that makes my mind think, okay, they, I want to see that game. Georgia Ohio State has a better ring to it than Georgia TCU. Michigan Georgia has a better ring to it than TCU Georgia. For some, you know, just and that's just purely bias on my point uh, on from my standpoint against TCU because they are the newcomer. They aren't the, they they haven't been in this situation. They are the first team from Texas to make it to the playoff. Shame on you Texas and Texas A&M. But and and that just I think that's just the nature of it because college football has always been Cinderella's never even been invited to the ball, much less had the glass slipper. Right. And that's what we're about to see change a little bit with twelve teams coming up uh, in twenty twenty four. You'll actually see a an opportunity for there to be those college basketball tournament type stories from football, which has never been the case, ever. Now you've had some times where some teams have snuck up and, and, and had good seasons, but look at look at Boise State in the heyday of their runs, having good team. I mean, having really good team after really good team. They never had a chance in the world to play for a national. They they never did. They were never going to be allowed to. Right. Now you do. And so that's, I think that's the one welcome change to this. I don't mind the order. 
just because I want to see those games. And that that may be me discounting TCU to a level I shouldn't. But I want to see Georgia play Ohio State, and then I want to see Georgia play Michigan. Because that's the games I want to see with this playoff, with, with this four, this foursome. That's the two games that I want to see. And I think we're going to get to because of the way that they did it. So I understand what Jim is saying. And, and from a from a brand standpoint, he's right. From newcomer, you know, Ohio State's been there. But at the same time, TCU's body of work is better than Ohio State's. And, you know, you, you could talk about the, Ohio State had a better loss. But TCU had better wins. Who'd they beat? TCU actually beat the team that beat them. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. they, they beat them. They beat everybody on their schedule. And if they would have been like Ohio State and not had to play, then I then, then you that that loss last week never even happens. I I do you do you give any credence? Because I heard Gottlieb yesterday on with Mark and Sam talking about how what did Ohio State do? Why did Ohio State, why did they automatically get the benefit of the doubt over, say, Alabama? Well, there's one reason. One loss in right. versus two. Well, that's an obvious one, yeah. Uh, they also played a much weaker schedule. So, I mean, you, you can say, well, if they played Alabama's schedule, they'd have two losses at least. Uh, they don't have to. I, I get it. But that that's where I, I think the conversation really Al- should have. Would Alabama have beaten Michigan? You know, that's the other side of it. Who knows? You know, I mean, you put the put it in that scenario, it would it would be Michigan at Tuscaloosa, right? Could Michigan go into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama? Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, if we're comparing, anyways. But the two loss, one loss thing is, I think, the obvious. Yeah, and data uh, point that yeah, whatever a last second field goal and a two point conversion at the very end of the game are the losses. Whereas Ohio State got ransacked in the second half on their home field. Mm-hmm. But to me, the, the but my point, I guess, here is, I think there's more of an argument to be made for Alabama over Ohio State than Alabama over TCU. I, I think that's where the the argument at the end that Saban made was trying to make. He he made the wrong argument. Because he was never going to win, he was never going to win the debate with TCU, because they beat everybody on their schedule and played for a conference title. He should have focused in on on his team versus Ohio State, not his team versus TCU. But see, once again, he thought as the lion, he was trying to pick off the weakling and the non-brand name. And he, and he should he should have been arguing against Ohio State, not against TCU, because he was never going to win the TCU argument, ever. And neither was Ohio State going to win the, the argument against TCU. And that's obvious by the order. Because you don't think that people in that committee room, if, if it's all about TV numbers, you don't think that people wouldn't, wouldn't want to see Ohio State-Michigan again? Just because of who they are playing in the playoffs? Boy, I do. Because we haven't really, yeah, I'd, I'd watch. It. I mean, we we've seen Bama, Georgia, but our Bama, 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 Georgia isn't a preeminent rivalry in the SEC. It's not the Iron Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what this is. We've never seen a game like that in the playoffs yet. 
No, it'd be. It's not Florida it, State, Miami playing in the playoffs. It's not OU Texas playing right. in the playoffs. Yeah. USC Notre Dame playing in the playoffs. We've never got to see that game in the playoffs to to this point. And maybe we get it for the national title. Would you want that? I wouldn't mind it. No, no, no. I'm not talking about Ohio State, Michigan. Oh, oh, oh. I'm talking about as a person that roots for Oklahoma. Would I want OU Texas? Would you want OU Texas in the national title game? Absolutely. Would you really? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if I would consciously make it through the game i'd be because every little play i mean you want to a beat your rival Mm -hmm. okay and then of course b win the national title the the question almost would be what's more important beating your rival or win the national title or beating your rival to win the national title you know it oh if you knew you could win it'd be the greatest thing of all time it'd be incredible but but you lose that game and it's like eternal scoreboard that's what i'm saying that that's why it would be i would love it you lose it, and then it's like you, you go to the Cotton Bowl every year. It doesn't matter if you beat it sixty-three to nothing. They go ha, scoreboard, and they'll be tapping their ring. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's the that, that's where it gets pretty. So that's why Ohio State, Michigan, wow. just to be a, a a neutral observer and watch their fans go crazy. Yeah, that would be wild. It would be insane. Because, yes, we've had Alabama-Georgia, but it's not at the level of Alabama-Auburn. No, no, no. It's not. You know? No. It's but not even, it, it's not it even was, Alabama-LSU. If it was, yes, OU-Texas for a national title, holy moly. If it was if it was Florida State-Miami, I'd be just like, well, I'd, be, oh, this is, I'd be getting my popcorn ready. Let's go. If it was OU-Texas... I again, I don't. I would not be sitting down because every play, every snap, everything would mean something because of those ramifications. It wouldn't just be just for bragging rights for a year because yeah. you're not going to get that game every year. No. Oh, it would be incredible. No, you're not going to get it that would game be every incredible. year. It will be incredible. How about if it now, was how now, about, the let, let, likelihood of of games like that? Maybe to not that magnitude of a national title game. But with the playoff expanding, the likelihood of getting games like that might increasing. mean a little more than just a regular season game. You might have a Georgia and Florida playoff game. Yeah. Or a OU Texas playoff game. Imagine if it was a scenario where Texas had to come to Norman. I know. That, that's what's great. That's, that's, yeah. that, that's, that's exactly where my mind was going as you were talking about played for the national title we would we we have the chance to actually see a georgia florida or an oklahoma and texas have to go to the other stadium something we've never seen before in our lives right yep it does sound like georgia florida might be trending that way in the regular season going away from the, going away from the cocktail party. well you can't maybe maybe the, maybe it's because you can't call it the cocktail party anymore and that's upsetting people ruffling feathers what about the portal is what's happening right now sustainable in college football? I don't know, man. I mean, you can't put the toothpaste, toothpaste toothpaste back in the tube. It feels like there needs to be a little bit more regulation to this, but I don't know if they can. If I don't know if it can, because I saw and I, I, you've seen it floating around on the socials. I had to even text to me that that picture. Did you see that picture? 
where a third-string quarterback says, I'm third-string quarterback. I'm jumping in the portal. Jumps in the portal, and he realizes there's about another 1,000 guys here. There's 62 quarterbacks in the portal right now. What? 62. I, and it's just it's it's getting a tad bit out of hand. I get the good side of it to give kids opportunities and chances elsewhere, but sometimes I think kids are being steered the wrong way out of bad influence, and they're overvaluing their worth. And they think, well, I'm third-string quarterback at, say, at OU. I really should be first-string quarterback, and they think they can jump on at another program that's relevant, and all of a sudden they find themselves at UAB. We're seeing and, it right and, now. And, and and someone told them, you're better than this. You need to go somewhere else. It could. It's not necessarily – again, I understand – the good intentions of the transfer portal but i think there are a lot of there are the bad influencers out there are outweighing what those good intentions are all right we're going to take a break because we pick back up with this because right now at both schools there are guys that are in that portal that have no tape to show anybody yeah nick evers braylon presley so how does how how can the coaches or the other programs square what they're getting talk about that next Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust the skinny on sports what in the wide wide world of sports is going on here welcome back skinny on sports 98.1 fm the sports animal wrapping it up here on a paul jones drug tuesday we told you about all the medical stuff they do down there but guess what we've also got some awesome gifts and greeting cards really cool little really cool stuff everybody's got a, a christmas party to go to or a you know, a, a gift to get for those parties, right? Everybody does that throughout the holiday season. Paul Jones Drugs got it for you. Cool gifts, cool greeting cards. Send out Christmas cards. You do Christmas cards, Jared? Yes, I do. We do family cards. Family you cards. Know, send them out to corporate cards. Corporate cards. That's a good one. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I don't get it. What's the reference? Oh, oh. National Lampoon's oh, okay. yeah. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, well, we can't say we... <laughs> we could. <laughs> we should choose not to. All right, so the portal. Uh, it's, a, it's a hot topic, no doubt. And I, I can't wait to see... I just want to make clear, we are not in the portal, so quit asking us. We're okay? not in the portal. We are not in the portal. We're not transferring it anywhere. So not please, yet, anyway. Please, we, are, we, are, we have not declared to be in the portal. Depends on what kind of NIL you're throwing our way. <laughs> Depends what coach you hire. I might we might change change our minds. Here's the thought. One time in the portal you can play immediately. After that, set out a year and lose that year of eligibility. I think that's on the right track. I don't know if I don't know if legally 
again, it goes back putting the genie back in the bottle. I mean, it's going to be hard to do. That Pandora's box has been open. Can't go back to that losing year of eligibility stuff. That was the big well, you hubbub never hubbub about before about transferring. They're like, wait a minute, we should be playing immediately. Um, I mean, I get it. It kind of regulate this, but I don't know if you can legally do it like that. I think it's got to be something it along has to those be lines. Something, though it has to be something. Maybe you don't lose the year of of eligibility, but you have to sit. Yeah. It's got to be because at this point, I mean, I know people don't want to say, don't really want to hear. Golly, the coaches have it so tough when they're all making five to ten million dollars a year. But at the same time, I mean, how in the world can you really start to build a future? Yeah, and a plan, a long-term plan. For even one recruiting class, when you look up at the end of their freshman year and they're gone, half of them are gone. And that's why I laugh at, and I'll just say it, fellow OU fans who keep telling me, trust the process, trust the process. What process? This is a great recruiting class they're getting in. Doesn't mean they're going to stick around next year. Well, and, and here's the thing about the high school recruiting anyway. And you see it in the NFL draft, too. I mean, the, it is an inexact science to start with. Yeah. Maybe the maybe in some ways you sign kids that this was going to happen two or three down the down two or three years down the road anyway, and they see the writing on the wall immediately and and move on. So if you're looking for glass half full optimism, maybe that's an optimistic view of it. These kids were going to be processed out of the program anyway. They 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 figure out. Uh oh, I'm not. Uh, I'm yeah, you're, not. You're I'm, talking I'm about not, or coaches coming in going. It might be in your best interest to hit the portal. 100 percent. I mean, this, apparently, Dion has already done that up in Colorado publicly. Yeah. And there's rumors that, that that's happening in Norman a little bit. It's always happened. And there's good ways about Listen, it. Listen, that was I the mean, beauty of Nick Saban before any of this started. Is he he had his own portal. Yeah. And it was called if you're not cutting it, you're getting cut. I mean, if you if you go back and look, if you really go back and look at the when, when Saban started for the first 5 to 8 years. By the time one freshman class would roll through into a senior, they would have they Alabama will have signed an entire another class more people than everybody else in the country. And it was because he was he wasn't carrying any of the fat. The dead weight was dropped mm-hmm. out of that program. It was done quietly. It was done behind closed doors. But it was done. If you didn't if if it was year two and you're not cutting the mustard Speaking of UAB, why don't you go play there? Yeah. Tulane needs some players. Troy needs some players. And so does Alabama, and it ain't you. So that's, I mean, it's kind of that, just more out there and wide open in the public. But at the same time, there's also, like what we saw yesterday with Braylon Presley, 
that's just nuts to think about five years ago. And now, they, you, what did you get out of Braylon Presley? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Other than his signature, and, and he was on the sidelines for a year. And TJ just made the point on the text line. If you get these kids to, to commit and sign on the dotted line as, as high school kids, are you, are you almost, if you're the coach, are you almost being forced to play them before they're ready just so that you try to have a way to hang on to them? That's a good point. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Or do you? Or 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 does it go back to the, the the character evaluation of these guys? And you sign guys that are going to be with you through the long to through the long haul. Maybe you don't. Maybe you take a choice between two fairly equally talented kids. And the character of one of them outshines the character of the other. And so you, you, you end up even maybe a little bit less talented kid that you know that will work hard and stay the course. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm not sitting here saying all these kids are quitters. That's not the case. They're, just, they're looking for greener pastures. And they're allowed to. But as you said, are they all getting the, the proper instruction guidance and yeah. proper guidance yeah that's a better word guidance and a final thought this might be an unpopular opinion but i'll say it anyways it's it's dangerously it could get dangerously close like that at the high school level especially with open transfer i mean we already saw it we saw we saw it right here in the state of oklahoma up in tulsa this year yeah not to say open transfer is a bad thing, but it could be, wait a minute, I'm not getting enough playing time. I can go 15 miles down the road, and they think the green the grass is always greener when it's not necessarily the case. It just I'm just saying. I'd say it's it, already happening. It's. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I'd say that's already happening. Now, is it, uh, it hasn't blown up to the level of what the, this portal has at this point but it always exists the possibility always exists in my final final thought i mentioned this to you yesterday at what point when does it happen when a player in the middle of a season maybe three games in thinks i'm not getting enough playing time i want out enters the portal finds a school Swaps jerseys, takes the field for set school in the same season, a la like a trade or a, or a free agent signing in the NFL. When does that happen? I mean, there's there's the have to be enrolled in school stuff, right? That you have to be that enrolled is the, the only, beginning of the semester. That's the only thing that's keeping that from happening. But then you're going to see someone go, "Well, wait a minute," some lawyer with the briefcase right behind him. I should be allowed to transfer and enroll whenever I want. I, I love the, I love when we. Yeah, we can't bring a lot of these texts to air. <laughs> but it's just so funny because let's not uh, sit in our glass house and, and throw stones. Right. There's if we're a... being honest, it happens everywhere. Oh, sure it does. 
Some were better at it than others. Sure. Some are getting better at it than others. Yeah. It happens at all levels, not just high school. All levels. Oh, I know. All levels. And maybe that is the answer. TJ said, just let it go. And the best will be the best, and they'll figure it out. Maybe maybe that is. It's almost like the, the, the most pure form of capitalism. The market, the market sets the price, and you either play and, and go or you don't. I don't know. That's what it's, that's what's happening right now. And we are seeing this. I think that's what it is. Some of it is. A lot of it is an acclimation period. Like everyone's trying to figure out how do we live in this world. Yeah, that's a, l- of a little trend. of it. You know, how do we how do we stay competitive? How do we you know? And it's you know either you know evolve or die. Yeah, and, and embrace it. And I think everyone's trying to figure out what's the best path, best path for them because the the it's not the same path isn't for everybody with the NIL and the portal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody has Texas A&M's money. Right. Just right there to be th- divvying out, right? And so as this evolves, I think you'll find I think you'll find that teams are going to have success in a multitude of different ways. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. just uh, but you have to find kind of you got to get in where you fit in, right? As a as a program, as a university, and exactly how you want to handle it. And I think that right now, everybody's kind of swimming upstream to figure out where that's at, because I don't know that you could say that what A and M has done was it successful in getting guys there. Yeah, but what what good did it do you? Now that everybody's leaving. And that's the thing about money. Yeah. You, you, if you're committed to money, you're not committed to wherever you're at. And that means you can be swayed very easily at any time. Yeah. High school basketball tonight. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way. Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.